and welcome to episode 354 of the Veg Grower Podcast. My name's Richard and I am on a mission to grow as much food as I possibly can in my allotment and garden. Now coming up in just a moment, I am going to be talking about growing new potatoes for Christmas Day. But before that, let's find out what I've been up to over this last week. It's Tuesday the 21st of July 2020 today. I'm at home. I have had a day where I've not had any work, so I've been in my garden. Now, over the last few weeks, you would have heard me constantly complain that my chickens always getting into my vegetable patch area and eating all my vegetables or all my vegetable plants which has been a a real problem this year to say the least. Last week I erected a net fence all around one of the beds the bigger bed and that seemed to work but because it was made out of bamboo canes I felt it was a bit floppy. It was too easy to fall over. So today I went to a timber yard and I brought some wood that, not the thickest, it's only 50 mil by 50 mil sort of thing. So not very thick at all, but it's enough that at 90 centimetres high or three foot high, it will stand up pretty well. Now I have made this into a more of a, an elaborate thing. It's very difficult to explain what it is, but basically the idea is it's a 90 centimetre high fence made out of this timber in the corners with chicken wire strapped onto it and that has gone around this bed and now the chickens cannot get into the bed that's a huge relief I've got to admit 90 centimetres is probably a bit too tall 60 centimetres two foot would probably be enough but I wasn't able to get any of that height I gotta admit also I don't like the look of it in some ways but I think that's just me being a bit pernickety Anyway, that's built and it seems to be working. I followed that up with some of the leftover wood and built a new quail cage. Now, I've got quite a few quail that I've bred this year and most of them seem to be males, which is creating a bit of a problem and I'm having a dilemma on what I'm going to do with the males. But I needed a third home for the ones that were in the potting shed, which I built, again, out of this same thickness wood and some chicken wire. Pop the quails into there, they seem quite happy. Sand in the bottom, a few rocks. Going to add some plants and flowers in there just to make it a bit more pleasurable for them. I then moved the quails that hatched last month or just a few weeks ago, four weeks ago to be exact, into the potting shed where they can start hardening off before they go outside. I believe both of these are going to be males as well. This will mean I have seven males to two females. The two females are only in with Bunny, the aggressive male. This is leaving me with a dilemma of what I've got to do with the excess males. Bit of good news. <laughs> and it was just as well I built this quail cage because I've had a new quail hatch today. I think we've got another one on its way as well and possibly more. It's the first outing of this new incubator that I brought. That seems to be so much better. I feel a bit happier leaving the quails in this incubator a bit longer after hatching without them causing any injury to themselves. But yes, new batch of quails are now hatching. Hopefully we're going to get some females out of this lot which would make life a lot easier. Well, that's it for today. Busy day at home, like I say, and it means I haven't got to worry so much at the weekend. I believe it's going to be wet at the weekend, so between now and then, I need to make the most of what time I have. 
It is the 24th of July 2020. It's a Friday today, but I've managed to get the day off work. I say the day off work, a day on a furlough. Um, not that that means much these days. It's all confusing, I know, but you get the idea. Now, the other day I mentioned we had a quail hatch and I thought there was going to be one more to follow. Well, we've had four more follows, giving us a total of five quails that have hatched, which is absolutely brilliant. Hopefully we're going to get some females from this lot because we desperately need some females. But one thing that did happen, one of the quails did actually hatch with splayed legs. Well, one leg was splayed and it wasn't too bad, wasn't too serious. And this happens because obviously they're squashed inside these eggs when they are trying to hatch. It's not a brilliant experience for them, even though it's natural. It causes their legs a bit of a deformation. So what I did, there's a few ways we can tackle this. What I did was actually placed the quail inside a shot glass. And the quail would naturally try and climb out of this shot glass, which just means that it pushes its legs into the right position. I did this a few times, just for a few minutes, a few times an hour, while keep, constantly keeping an eye on it. And it seems to have righted its leg into the right position. So win-win. I do say these, keeping these quail is fun because it's the easiest way, I think, to learn how to look after these animals without causing too much upset to many of our neighbours and stuff. So I've always said that's my big thing with keeping quails. Now today I have gone down to the allotment this morning. I had a day on furlough again. And I did quite a bit of weeding. Just something that's been annoying me is the cooch grass seems to be taken over. I've said this many times, I'm sure. So I just wanted to concentrate on doing a bit of weeding. Pleased I've done it. It looks a lot better now. Cleared away around some of the brassicas at the top of the very plots and away the sweet potatoes. Followed that up with really good watering of everything. And then I have harvested a few bits. Harvested a kohlrabi, I harvested a cucumber and several tomatoes. Quite a bit of food that is actually coming in at the moment every few days. We're going down the allotment tomorrow to get a few more bits and pieces, which I'm looking forward to. But there is quite a bit of food available now, which is what we ultimately are always after. Now, in fact, the kohlrabi we had for our dinner today, the stir fry, which was absolutely lovely. really enjoyed it. Really, really tasty, tasty meal in there. Obviously with a few other bits, but certainly worth growing kohlrabi or adding kohlrabi to a stir-fry. Now, I'm just watering the garden. I'm actually using a hose pipe now because we've run out of rainwater. We are expecting a bit of rain tomorrow night, which hopefully will make up for it. But just for today, I'm just giving it all a good soaking with the hose pipe. Something I have not done in years. I had a feeling I was going to have to do it this year. The main reason I'm really worried about this is I've planted out some beetroot and carrots recently, as you well know. And because they are trying to establish themselves, they do need a good lot of watering to find themselves. So I'm making a point of really getting that soaked and established. We've also got this grass turf pieces that our neighbour gave us, which 
I'm going to give those a really good watering as well. Make sure they green up nicely. Anyway, that's it for today. A little update. It's Sunday the 26th of July 2020 today. Just popped out to my greenhouse because today I've been installing my irrigator FlowPro solar powered watering system in here. I've had this in my shed for over a year with the intention I was going to use it but I could never decide quite where I was going to use it. The other day I was in the garden centre and I happened to see they did the bigger system for sale in there and it's usually £120, it was down to £30, so I bought that one. I might go back and get more. All that's done for me has meant that I can say, right, the older one, the 12, can go in the greenhouse because it's about right for the size of this greenhouse. So I've set that up, got water from the water butt that I have inside here. That's pumped up to this solar powered system and it then pumps out. I've got a little siphon so it doesn't continue to suck water out. But then it's also got a pipe running around the greenhouse with several drip feeders running down to the floor. I've made it so I can actually move the drip feeders around a bit to suit the plants as and when needed. Something I hate is this greenhouse isn't always planted up or exactly the same. So I'd like to change things around and keep it uh, future proof is probably the way to describe it. Once that was all set up, I turned it on and I thought I had a problem because it didn't seem to stop. So I, I left it running for a few more minutes. I came back still running and I sort of thought, oh God, what have I done? I turned it off and then I checked online and found out that actually it waits until the battery is low before it shuts off. I've got it on setting number one. So I drip feed water out for about a minute every three hours when the sun is shining. And we'll see if that's enough. I might have to increase it up to two or three minutes, but I think one minute looking around is going to be enough. What I have seen, looking at what it has watered throughout today, it does seem to be keeping everything quite nice and moist. The only thing I've got to ensure now is that the water butt doesn't run dry. Now this unit does have a water sensor, so if it does run out of water, it means that it will stop pumping, which will protect the motor. I've got to admit, I am quite impressed with this bit of kit. It's the Irrigator FlowPro Eco Smart Watering 12. I'll add links on the blog post, of course, if you want to find out more or see more or get one for yourself about this bit of kit. But I'm really impressed and I think it's going to go a long way in keeping my greenhouse watered. After that, I tidied up my veggie pod and planted out a few plants. I've been mean, having a bit of trouble with a veggie pod this year. And I think what happened is that I didn't add enough fresh compost. So I've added a load of fresh compost. And I've planted out some lettuce, some radicchio and some pak choy. Which hopefully will grow on and do well. Then the wife and I popped down to my allotment. Now, yesterday my brother visited and he had brought me some glass panels for the greenhouse. My mum, bless her, she has a tendency to grab things that are being given away for free. And she grabbed a greenhouse about two years ago. She never potted it up and in the end they've decided to get rid of all the metal work but asked if I wanted the glass, of which of course I said yes because last year in the storms it cost me over £100 to repair all the glass or replace all the glass that got damaged. So... I'm hoping to save a few quid should that happen with these glass panels. So we've taken those down the allotment today. 
gave the greenhouse a good watering. We did need to do watering outside today because we had a lot of rain yesterday. And we also just continued harvesting. We got some cucumbers, tomatoes, we got some raspberries, gooseberries, usual sort of stuff at the moment and plenty of food that is now coming in and is being really, really well received. Well, that is it for today and I suspect this is it for the diary section for this week. So I'm going to hand you back to the podding shed. Well, lots going on here at the VegGrab Podcast. It's been a great week and actually I found myself falling back in love with gardening. Something that I found that during COVID and lockdown was starting to be a real strain. I don't know why, I can't explain it, but my passion and my mojo is back in there. Now, before I talk about these new potatoes for Christmas dinner, I've just got a couple of announcements to make. Now, firstly, during lockdown, I obviously upped the amount of podcasts I produced. We went to daily podcasts, then we went to five a week, then we went to three a week from next week and going back down to one podcast a week. They'll be out on the Monday evening as usual, ready for most people to listen Tuesday morning on their way to work. The main reason I upped the amount of podcasts I was doing is that I felt I needed to do something while I was out of work in order to keep my mental state in a great order. I also had a great demand from people out there who really wanted to find out more and find tasks that they could do on a daily basis. And and I think it was great for that. I think many people have now started to return to work, but I feel now is the time to return back to the weekly podcast. Of course, if demand is there for more, we will return to more. We have that ability. Now, that brings me quite nicely on to this second announcement that I have to make. At the beginning of the year, I mentioned that I was going to start up some sort of sponsorship program, something like Patreon, but basically a way that people who want to contribute to the VegGrow podcast financially can. I didn't do it any earlier because I felt it was the wrong time. And even now, it perhaps is not the right time to do it, but we're doing it anyway. Now, I'm doing this on the vegegrowpodcast.co.uk, my own website. It's all in-house. I'm not going through Patreon. It's not done through anything like that. The only thing that I do use is PayPal for this. It's a £5 a month fee recurring. So each month you will get charged £5. Not a lot of money, I know, but I feel at the same time that £5 that you are giving me to support me in these podcasts has to be worth it for you guys. So for that £5, you will get exclusive behind-the-scenes podcasts and videos. Now, this is very much raw, unedited, me chatting to you, letting you know what I'm doing, what's going on. A bit like the diary section, but a bit less edited. Now, the recordings for the diary section, you will be able to get those on the day that I record them, sent out in a podcast form on the website for members only. The diary section will, of course, still exist on the Monday podcast. There's nothing going to change in that front. But also for your £5 membership subscription, each month I'll be sending out several packets of seeds, and these seeds can be sown in that month. They are going to be vegetable seeds that I'm going to be sowing myself and recording how I grow them, how I sow them, and you can take that on and grow those seeds yourself. Now, for an example of how many seeds you can expect to get, 
For August's seeds, you will get cauliflower, spinach, pak choy, lettuce, mustard, radish. Quite a few packets of seeds. I am not going to be sending out just a few here and there. It's going to be, in my eyes, you're going to get value for your £5. You're going to be, those seeds alone are probably worth more than £5 if you bought them for a shop. That's not to say you are buying seeds. You are buying membership support package. And as a gift, you get seeds back. Got to say that for legal ramifications. Just so you're clear. So if you do want to join up, head on over to the veggrowerpodcast.co.uk, search for episode 354, and I'll add a link to the merchandise page that has this on, and you can find out more details. I should also say that the seeds, it's only available for those in the UK. Unfortunately, when it comes to sending seeds out to other countries, there's some strict rules and laws that I don't want to fall into the trap of not being able to deliver. So from that point, it's only available to those in the UK. Right, that is the announcements out of the way. I'm probably a terrible salesman, but I think I've made my point across. And if you want to find out more, just get in touch and I'll sort it all out. Now, growing new potatoes for Christmas dinner seems like a very popular thing. It's something I've not done before, but I thought I'll give it a try this year. I noticed that around this time of year, a lot of other allotmenteers or vegetable gardeners start talking about growing new potatoes for Christmas dinner. Now, usually I don't bother. I am a roast potato fan with my Christmas dinner. I love roast potatoes on that, that plate. But you know what? I thought this year I would give it a try at growing some new potatoes. Again, it falls into this category that I've been doing this year of having something constantly growing and using the space as much as I possibly can. So what I've got, I've got a potato tub. Well, I've got three potato tubs here. These were growing some of my potatoes that I've harvested earlier this year. The Home Guard. The Home Guard is a particular variety I had grown in this pot. I've washed the pot out and made sure it's all clean and I filled it about a third from the bottom with some compost from my compost bin. On the side using a chalk marker I've written down the variety of potatoes that are in here and this is a Charlotte variety. Now new potatoes for Christmas dinner come under well, any second earlies really. You will see them quite often sold in garden centres at the moment as being new potatoes for Christmas. But the idea here is they're just new potatoes that we might have grown earlier on this year and already harvested. And if you've had a particularly good harvest, you might want to use some of your own seed potatoes from what you've grown earlier in this year. But I'm not doing that. I'm just using Charlotte. So I'm putting three sea potatoes in each bucket. I've got nine in this packet. Cost me £3 from a garden centre for this packet. So I don't think that's too bad value. They're going on top of the compost. And now I'm just going to add some compost from my compost bin just to fill it up about halfway, which I've just got there now. Onto that, I'm going to now add some potato fertiliser on the top. Nice and easy. And then I'm just going to add right up to the top with more compost. Now usually when I grow potatoes in pots I would only fill it up about halfway and let the potatoes grow and then just constantly add more and more compost. I'm not doing that with this 
and lot. I'm just going to fill it right up and leave it to grow. So this bucket is now filled up, ready to go. And hopefully these will start to produce new potatoes. Now we're not going to do anything too difficult with these. Keep the buckets well watered, add a bit of a feed every now and then, and hopefully the plants will grow. At this time of year, obviously they're going to need to water them quite a bit. But we're hopefully, as we go on further throughout this year, we'll get more and more rain. We've had an exceptionally dry year this year, and the potatoes particularly have suffered. The hope is by growing a second lot of new potatoes, we're still going to get a harvest of good new potatoes this year. That will give us a good supply of new potatoes going into the winter as well. About October time I will be moving my pots into the greenhouse just to protect them from the cold a bit and keep them growing a bit longer. And then once these plants have flowered, if they do flower at that time of year, I don't know if they will, it'd be interesting to find out, but that's when we would be looking to harvest our new potatoes. They are sold with this intention for having new potatoes on Christmas day, but that's not to say we can't use them at other times throughout the winter months. Just because they say Christmas dinner doesn't mean that's what we have to use them for. I mean, Boxing Day or any other time really is what I plan to do with it. So that's got my potatoes ready to go. If you're going to be growing any new potatoes for your Christmas dinner, let me know what you're going to do and what varieties you're going to grow. And if you've done it in the past, let me know what you've done differently or how you found it when you've grown them before. Anyway, I'm going to head back into the podding shed now and close up for today. Well, that's my new potatoes now planted up and I'm looking forward to see how they get on. Hopefully, we're going to get a good crop. And that brings us to the end of this podcast. Now, I'll be back on Wednesday with a, a little allotment tour that I've got in a bag. Everything being well, I'm looking forward to that. I hope everyone out there has had a great week. Now, if you want to get in touch, it's richard at thevegegrowerpodcast.co.uk for my email. You can visit the website at thevegegrowerpodcast.co.uk or you can find me on social media. Just search for The Veg Grower Podcast. But for today, please take care and I'll speak to you again next time. Bye.